0: Nick Takes Over Your School is brought to you by Post and Cocoa Pebble Cereals and Cheetos Paws, the cheese flavored snack.
1: <laughs> Submit it for the approval of the Midnight Society. Oh, joy! Let's rock! It makes me wanna fart! Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. Do you have it? We've <laughs> gotta do what a baby's gotta do. <gasps> On your mark. Here, get oh, here it goes.
2: Welcome to Splat Attack, where we're taking it back to the slime filled past. I am your GAC tested co host, Brett.
3: And I am your slime tested co host, Alex. And Brett, didn't we just come back from school already?
2: Uh, we were at space school, so I don't know if that really counts as real <laughs> school, and we didn't really like pay attention in class there. We were just That's kind true. of on a, a voyage across galaxies, so I think that was more of like a, a vacation or a field trip than what we're going to do today. <laughs> well, since we didn't really do school in space, what are we doing with school today? Well, I'm glad you asked, Alex, because we're actually going back to school for the Nick Takes Over Your School event. Uh, for all you listeners who remember, we covered this um, with like the year 1994 and then some brief information about the other years way back in episode 10 of season one of our podcast. But now we're actually revisiting it for a second time today because we have some new breathtaking, earth-shattering, news-breaking news about the year 1999, which was one of the couple, like few years, if not only year, we did not have any information about when we did mm-hmm. that episode back then. So here to join us today in school are our two lovely guests, uh, Mallory and Kit.
4: Hi.
2: <laughs> Hi. Thank
3: you so much for joining us. Thank you.
4: Excited uh, to be here.
3: It's same. Uh, uh, in last week, in last week's episode, we had told uh, our what we, we call our listeners, slimessters and gakoids, that uh, exactly what Brett had just shared of we were missing an episode. Well. 99 was the only one that we were missing. And then Kit over on Facebook in one of the Nickelodeon groups, she made a post uh, showing all these different pictures and uh, things that from where Mallory, I believe, was the winner. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, I had hollered at Kit in the messages and asked you, would you mind getting on our podcast and sharing this because this was uh, we just released the episode like a week or two before so <laughs> I, I it was really really fortuitous that you had posted
4: That's so you awesome.
2: yeah it's great to have you two yeah. here to talk about it uh since we're gonna talk
3: uh Nick takes over your school uh Mallory was the winner and Kit is Mallory's cousin is that correct yes yeah. yeah. Both of them got to be there, so they'll both have some input for us. So I'm really, really excited oh, yeah. about this. So let's, I guess we can start with, uh, who, did you both send in postcards? Or is it just Mallory oh. who sent in postcards?
4: I don't know, Kit, did you? I think I may have, like, tried more luck once or twice, but Mallory was, she was determined. She was going to win that thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many I sent it. <laughs> Like sons. And we didn't I didn't know she was doing that. You know, we were just we just kind of entered separately. But and when she won, she got to invite one or two guests along and she called up her little cousin. Fortunately, <laughs> yeah. she was calling her little cousin. I was like, what? So <laughs> um, I told her, I told her like a few months ago, I messaged her, I was like, I was randomly thinking about how you invited me to Nickelodeon Takes Over Your School. And I don't know if I actually fully thanked you. <laughs> I just want to thank you for that experience. You could have anybody and you invited me. <laughs> that was the heck of a day. Man.
3: <laughs> what do you remember about uh finding out that you won do you remember anything about that because I uh, again we're pulling straight from memory
2: yeah,
3: uh, so, uh, yeah. so some of it I, I, we know that there'll be some blank spaces but do you remember anything about uh, um, when you found out you won
5: yeah so my mom um, actually brought me into the kitchen and uh, she said okay we have some news <laughs> but <laughs> you can't tell anybody oh. <laughs> because they were still working out the kinks with the school and the schedule mm-hmm. and making sure it was actually gonna be able to happen. Um, and actually I won a month before she told me.
1: Oh wow because they wow. were still
5: getting things together and she told me about a week or two before the event actually happened. So I had to keep it a secret for two weeks, but she had to keep it a secret for a month and a half. <laughs>
2: That's a long oh, time man. for something so yeah. exciting. Yes.
5: And and when she told me at first, I don't think I really fully processed what happened. <laughs> like what she said to me. I was just kinda like, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> And then just went ballistic.
4: (laughs) Somebody had commented on the post I made in that group. And they were like, you're just casually out here dropping everyone's childhood dream. That was Mallory. Mallory won everyone's childhood dream, right? (laughs) It's insane to think about.
5: Yeah, after that, it was um, a series of meetings that I got to attend with my mom and the principal and vice-principal and a couple of the teachers of the school to kind of plan out what was going on, tell them what was going on. And uh, again, keep keeping it a secret from anyone else in the school. So I was the only student that knew. Mm.
2: Uh,
5: and then I didn't know when they were going to announce it to the school. I just remember sitting in class And the principal came on and said, um, student body, I have a special announcement to make. And then (laughs) she started in with one of our students has won a very special sweepstakes. (laughs) And she said my name and everybody in my class just like jumped up. and was like, oh my God, no
2: (laughs) Man, I would have been been jumping for joy if I was in in your situation. Oh yeah. Like just running around the school being like,
3: I won, I won. (laughs) I I would have been happy just to be in the same school where that was going to be taking place. Even if I didn't win, I I would be one of those classmates cheering you on like, oh, thank you so much. (laughs) After
5: that, the the next few weeks, uh, every Friday, because I think it it was probably two or three weeks before the event actually happened. Mm -hmm. So um, on a Thursday or Friday, I think, uh, my class got to sit down and the teacher was like, okay, so... We found out who our special guest was going to be, and it was Britney Spears. <laughs> and then she was going to sing three songs, I think. And um, everyone in the class got to vote on which three songs they wanted to hear. Oh, like, oh, that's prioritize. pretty cool. And of course, "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" was the most popular. Mm. That was her brand new single, so that was the most popular song. I don't remember what other songs she sang. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her outfit and I remember getting slimed right after her concert
4: Ooh. <laughs> because that was the end of the day. Do you remember though, you got to choose like three different musical groups or artists to choose from. You I read. did. I chose Backstreet Boys and NSYNC.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good as choice.
4: Well <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe like Backstreet <laughs> Boys or NSYNC couldn't come or something and, like Brittany is the one who came i was like yeah.
5: right well she was only like 16 or 17 at the time yeah so she didn't have i mean she was brand new and didn't have a huge schedule uh a lot of scheduling conflicts at the time so mm. that was really awesome
2: yeah i can i can imagine because she was like really breaking through the pop music scene back then and i'm actually I mean, wondering if um like like all those like popular acts like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, etc., like had had more deals um, with like schools to like help promote their music to their demographic because believe it or not, um, my my school in Durham, Connecticut, Chog Regional High School, uh, I forgot who specifically, but there was a student at the high school at the time in 1999 who also won a contest, and we had NSYNC perform at the auditorium there.
5: Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: So the whole like school nice. di- whole school district just piled into that auditorium that like could only hold 200 people, and it was like 600 people just swarming around it. And I, I still have the newspaper article today of my sister being like one of the people with her friends at the elementary school and from the high school just like waving on all the NSYNC boys as they're sticking their hands out the limo that was driving up.
5: You know, that's probably why I didn't get in sync.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we claimed them first. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Britney Spears is no slouch. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> she was awesome. Meanwhile, over at my school, we got uh, a professional yo-yo performer.
2: I mean, I, yo-yos are kind of yeah. cool. You know, dunking yo-yos from <laughs> the, uh, Nick Arcade. You know, when they advertised those, it was consolation prizes. <laughs>
4: hey, yeah. yos that's what it was. It was a consolation night. prize. Okay. Mm-hmm
2: reminds me of this one moment in simpsons i forgot the episode but like they hired a bunch of yo-yo people there and soon like after they did their whole auditorium yo-yo performance every single kid at the auditorium had a yo-yo i'm like how do i use this look i can make it walk the dog and it's like well mission accomplished promotion you know just made them millions of dollars
3: right exactly what they did exactly what they did yeah Well, going back to uh, Nick takes over your school, uh, getting away from (laughs) yo-yo expert, uh, who who else was there? I mean, we know Britney Spears was there, but do you remember Uh, some of the Nickelodeon celebrities that were there?
5: Yes. Lori Beth Denberg. She was super fun to hang out with. Um, Actually, Kit had a picture of uh, the three of us sitting down and eating lunch together. Mm. and whatever room they had us set up in for the day um rj smith um Mm -hmm.
2: oh god he's from the journey of alan strange for those who don't know yes yes
5: yes he's actually he's actually been in a lot of stuff he's currently on the show the rookie which i really love
2: nice (laughs) um
5: and uh pete from the younger pete from pete and pete
2: danny tamborelli
5: and i cannot remember the little blonde boy's name
2: he was also in Alan Strange, right, Alex? Yes, he
3: was.
5: He might have been. I cannot remember his name. He,
2: he's on um,
3: it. I can't either, but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brett, Brett knows. The, I was thinking
2: thing. about this before recording too. Like, I know RJ Smith, but who's that guy who played the brother of that Aaron character from Figure It Out? Like Six Degrees of Separation yes. because I didn't, I didn't watch Alan Strange much as a kid, but I was like familiar with the characters in passing because other kids in my class watched it at the time.
5: That no, they were all really fun to hang out with, but I think I really enjoyed hanging out with Lori Beth the most just because she was so much more personable, mm-hmm. and like her personality was just huge. She just she had a huge personality, a great heart, and just anytime she wasn't in front of a camera, she was talking with us oh. and making sure we were you know being entertained or whatever. so it it was really awesome.
2: That's wonderful. Shane Sweet was the yes. Bob Yep. name. Um, I'm actually wondering, um, what was your favorite part of the day? Because I know there's a lot of different events that were mixed in during the Nick Takes Over Your School uh, event.
5: Honestly, um, I think just the best part was just being able to basically run the school.
4: <laughs> like,
5: <laughs> I didn't have to go to class. Like, I used to just go and do whatever and hang out out wherever and yeah just yeah
2: did you get to use the pa system
5: i did not but i didn't really care to either i didn't ask to Mm -hmm.
2: now kit was there
3: anything in particular that you remember doing
4: yeah a lot (laughs) i mean (laughs) um i can i remember from the beginning um i always thought you know the Promo commercials show them, show whatever celebs come, wake you were up out of bed, you know. And I think they kind of tell us what time they're going to be there. And so we were kind of prepared. We knew that, you know, when we were going, let's see, we got all our t shirts and we took pictures. I remember we pretended to push the bus. I remember getting on the, oh, yeah, bus, the decorated with the slime stickers on the inside and out and riding to the school. Yeah. And, um, uh, my mom was worried because like the seat the school was in her or something. You yeah, are like oh, Danny <laughs> And Lori Beth the <laughs> <you> <laughs> <laughs> Um let's see. Then we got to the school, just it being an an absolutely fun day. Um yeah, Lori Beth was awesome. Um just like Mallory said. And yeah, like we had like you know everything was blocked out in time so we like did crafts with her she did crafts with her on, us on the floor and eating lunch yeah, I yeah. we have have tons of pictures um
2: did you get yeah. slimed at all or do any slimed related activities
4: the whole day and i slimed I- her <laughs> oh you really?
2: you slimed her how was that like what was the motivation behind that at
5: <laughs> the end of the day and i was like neither of us
4: got slimed yet yes exactly yeah it was like you hadn't gotten slammed either no okay yeah it was and that's what I remember I was like nobody had been or we hadn't gotten slammed yet the teachers did, though I remember her teacher see I went to a different school that's why I was so excited that she had invited me along and I remember her teachers got slammed but yeah we hadn't so at the end of the day, they were filming the promo commercial and um we were like uh can we be in it (laughs) and (laughs) um Yep, and then we did. And I remember um the slam being it was like more the watery slam and it was like water and oatmeal, but it wasn't like yeah, chunky, yeah. Like we had seen all day. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I was a little bit disappointed, but I'm still I'm not complaining. It was like whatever they had left. <laughs> right. It was
5: like whatever they had left looked like oatmeal, but Scrape- it was really soupy.
2: Scraping Gosh. the bottom of the slime tank, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I think uh by that time. They had made the slime really thin uh, because uh, it it seems from the commercial uh, like it was the type of slime that they used for figure it out uh, because it was probably because it would be easier to wash out if it was thin.
2: Yeah, I'd imagine easier to pour too because of the consistency versus like you can't do that television slime which is very thick and clumpy, and then there's like double dare slime which is more viscous like um, sauce.
3: Mallory, who slimes you? I don't remember (laughs) so you didn't (laughs) let kit slime you back
5: (laughs) i slimed her first maybe uh she was busy wiping it off her face or something
2: (laughs) maybe it was uh, a celebrity that was there that day or a teacher that maybe wanted revenge
5: (laughs) it might have been a teacher i honestly don't remember kit you sent me a photo of me on the ladder sliming you today and I think maybe one of the teachers that was standing in that group
4: might have slimed me.
5: I just don't remember. Yep. No. They
4: had like just a bucket, like a homekeeper, bucket, full of that slime. Yeah. And then, yeah, she got up on the ladder and, <laughs> and then they, Nickelodeon filmed it. And that's us like at the end of that 99 promo.
3: For all of you slimes and gackoids we had a bit of a technical issue. Right where Brett is at, it was a massive thunderstorm, and since he is hosting this, we lost connection there for a moment. But uh, Mallory had made mention that we had mentioned in our Nick Takes Over Your School episode that we didn't have anything re- regarding the 99 episode. And during the recording, we didn't. It was actually while we were editing that I think Brett found the commercial and sent it to me, yep. and and then I inserted the video. So, in in the uh, audio, you don't notice it. Uh, it just because it was a visual, but on the actual video recording, uh, you see at the bottom, "Hey, we actually found this," and uh, both Mallory and Kit are in that commercial. So, oh, no kidding! So we are going to put that commercial right here.
6: sound familiar, then do something about it. Enter the Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes. All you have to do is send a postcard with your name, age, address, and phone number to Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes, P.O. Box 4823, Orlando, Florida 32802. If you win, we'll come to your school and party Nickelodeon style. We'll bring tons of Nick celebrities. Transform your cafeteria into a Chuck E. Cheese. Give everyone three Musketeers chocolate bars line your faculty and friends and rock the house with a special musical guest. Like girls and we're and So, to turn your school from this into this enter now 250 first prize winners receive a Bobbit and cat dog quest for the golden hydrant cd-rom game nick takes over your school is brought to you by Bobbit, it Chuck E. cheese's three musketeers and the place where only kids win
2: yeah, that was that was fun to see. That definitely got me pumped for for the school event. Like I remember seeing these um like inflatable kiddie pools full of slime that like people were charging through like some sort of obstacle course. I think you guys were having Chuck E. Cheese pizza in the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, there there's the concert, of course.
3: And a kid could be a kid.
2: Right? Yeah, back in the day. Oh fond memories there.
3: Did, did um, I know for a while they had a double dayer obstacle course and then yeah. they switched it to a guts obstacle course do you Ours ever was guts. okay so you did have yeah, one because
5: i was actually upset that it wasn't double dare
3: <laughs> oh oh no. <laughs> no did you get to run it
5: I did not. I did not because I was inside hanging with Lori Beth and Britney Spears.
2: That's probably better. You see your time, anyways. I mean, you can just run through a bunch of elastic bands stretched over metal bars any day you want if you really want to. But, right. you know, kicking it with uh, Lori Beth and Britney, that's like a once in a lifetime shot. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Right. Now, Kit, did you get to Reddit or did you stay with Mallory as well?
4: Um. No, I, yeah, I got to stay with Mallory and. All the celebrities. <laughs> um, a lot of those activities, I didn't, you know, I don't think we had to participate in. It was for the students. Mm-hmm. And then we got to do, we got to hang out and do some other things. So. Yeah.
3: Awesome.
2: I was going to say, uh, did you learn any like behind the scenes things about any of the celebrities you talked to, like how they got involved with the contest or, you know, just personal interests or what they like to do when they do these things with kids?
5: Yeah, you know, to be honest. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I remember speaking with Lori Beth about her and her participation and like all that and and some of the other shows and whatnot and where she was from, but I I don't remember anything she said.
3: It's been such a long time. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: That's fair. I know they have a, they have a, like a fresh rotation of um, guests, like celebrity guests every year they do it. So it's usually like a different group of people um they've had like all that people in a previous year they mark summers has done it a couple of times phil moore um cast the roundhouse cast already for the dark melissa joan hart so a lot of people like to get involved with it from the Nick shows and i'm i'm curious if it's like more of a promotional thing where it's like hey you know check out this show while we're here or if it's more like hey i want to get in on in that so i can you know see kids and get outside the studios for a day
4: yeah I don't know maybe or is it an obligation <laughs> like maybe like <laughs> that's how because I, I didn't see them promoting any of their shows you know it wasn't really right you know, maybe they got paid for it or maybe it was like in their contract <laughs> as but, yeah that's a next door you know but it really it wasn't oh. they weren't promoting their own shows i don't remember mm-hmm. not that i can recall
3: I would imagine that they were probably paid for it uh, because they're taking time out of their day representing Nickelodeon. So I'm sure they got paid to do it. Um, But the thing with Nickelodeon in the 90s was er all the kids knew who these actors were. So even though they weren't Mm -hmm. there, quote unquote, representing or advertising their own
2: TV show, the kids know who they are. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. they they didn't need to do it. which
5: i remember i also remember having um angry beavers were there mm-hmm. do you remember that kit yeah we had um
3: like they were in the characters. suits the costume yeah
5: yeah costume Sorry. Sorry. Angry beavers were there and who else was there? i think we did we have rugrats i think we had mommy from rugrats
4: i I don't remember i can't recall the mascots really well i definitely remember angry beavers were there I don't both of them or
2: just yet. one of them both what was it like to see the mascots up close were they like really big did they talk to you at all or just kind of like hey
5: yeah no they didn't talk <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were very large
2: <laughs> Gotcha.
3: is that school still around hubert middle school
5: as far as i
4: know yes
3: I wonder if they even have anything. I wonder if they put like uh news articles and put it in their hallways or some kind of a display somewhere.
4: I know. And I like know. I wonder if like kids that went to that school like still talk about it today. <laughs> like, oh my
2: <laughs> gosh, yes.
5: I have people I have people friend me on Facebook <laughs> even today. Really? Like, I remember you, you won this. I'm like, i <laughs> hear who you are, but okay, thanks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Uh, you weren't in
5: my market class so all right <laughs>
3: sure so you also won a thousand dollars yes uh, do you remember anything that you spent your money on
5: oh heck yes <laughs> let's <laughs> get into
2: the nitty-gritty <laughs> <laughs> let's
5: get to the good stuff okay i got a a six cd um stereo system that was like this large yes um i got a this was right after the new color uh game boys had come out and yes the very nice colors, like the translucent colors and i got the translucent purple one mm-hmm. um i, I also that one got, too. <laughs> um the uh whichever pokemon game was popular like red or blue at that particular time um what else did I get? I did um I bought a new Sega game. I already had a Sega, but I bought a new Sega game. And uh yeah, that's old old school. I still have those. I still have all of that except for the stereo.
2: That's <laughs> but awesome.
5: My Sega and my Game Boy and all my games. They still work. Um what
2: else? Want to come over and play? <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of fun video games. <laughs> can, can, can we, oh,
5: yeah. can we awesome. play the games, please? I got some, Nick, uh, some Looney, uh, Looney Tunes game for the Game Boy. And gosh, I can't remember what else now. But those were my big major purchases.
2: Very cool. I'd, I'd imagine as a kid, just being blessed with $1,000, it's kind of hard yes. to figure out what to spend it all on past, like the things that you had on your wish list, huh?
5: Oh, I knew.
4: <laughs> I, knew <what> I, wanted.
5: <laughs> I bought some CDs, you know, had to have something to play on my stereo. Yeah. Obviously, I had to get an NSYNC and a Britney, and Backstreet Boys, <laughs> and then I got some Creed, and I got some, uh, like, classical music, as always. I just love classical music. But
2: <laughs> nice. Well, it sounds like a, a, a great way to, you know, enjoy all the all the events and just all that money. Um, did you, did you like get to keep the giant check at all? Or is that just like for photo ops?
5: No, I got to keep that. that, Um, and, uh, my mom made me keep it in my room. Of course, of course, you know, (laughs) had to be somewhere out of the way. And eventually, I guess around the time I went to high school, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's fading it's crumbling. So my mom just cut the, um, cut the logo out of the top corner of it and said, all right, let's put this in a plastic bag and we'll put it in a box to save. So I still have that part of it instead of the giant freaking.
2: Yeah. That's probably disintegrating on on your carpet. (laughs) Did you
3: keep it? Did they get you anything else? Uh, T-shirts? I know.
2: I did not
5: get a hat, but I had my Braves hat, so I wouldn't have traded that for anything. (laughs) um i don't remember getting a hat we definitely got t-shirts everyone had t-shirts oh they gave me uh the clock radio that had oh, the really the sound egg, blaster? It on the top say again
2: oh, man. sound blaster sound blaster oh, that's it yes. yeah
3: yes.
2: people still want to that to this day that one in like the stereo version and the talk blaster which is the telephone uh, if we only had the foresight back then to uh, buy them up and <laughs> preserve them.
3: <laughs> right. A friend of mine, uh, his name is Sean. He got an old uh, Nickelodeon phone and he found mm-hmm. a way to mod it. So now <laughs> it, whenever it rings, he would set the ring to be uh, the nick, 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 nick. So it nice. was a our theme set, song.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was great. Amazing. Cool. Um, well, we, we definitely talked about different aspects of the day. If you could pick one, each of you, what would you say was your favoriteest part of the day?
5: You know, honestly, I was just thinking about this. <laughs> I think the best part was the end of the day um, because everything was so crazy the whole time. And all of a sudden, everyone's gone, and the lights are off, and it's quiet. And you're like, oh man, what did I just experience? And being it, Kit was able to spend the night with me that night. And she and I just talked about everything that we did until we fell asleep. And I think that was just the best part because it wasn't just like it was over. You know, Mm -hmm. she and I were able to just kind of relive everything again before we went to bed. And that was just, that was really
2: awesome. Sounds magical to be honest.
4: Yeah.
2: As you, as you go to sleep in your Nickelodeon printed, uh, comforter (laughs) and, you know, turn off your Nickelodeon brand lights and jump into your Nickelodeon pajamas. It's, it's just, Every every 90s kid's dream right there. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> it, do you agree with that? Was that your favorite uh, moment through the day as well? Or do you have a different favorite moment?
4: I mean, yeah, that was a pretty good moment. <laughs> I also, I think I liked seeing the behind the scenes of things, to be honest. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part. Like, I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite part. Everything was my favorite part. But like, I really did, you know, that was just one thing that stood out to me. and that. I still think about today and it really just I don't know it showed me you know the behind scenes of things and how some you know how on tv it looks like you know certain one way but then how they all set it up (laughs) in the background and I just like that and then I'm still interested in that today whenever I watch movies I think about you know what's going on in the background what the director's doing or what they're telling them to do and I think Nickelodeon (laughs) is what triggered that for me that that's
2: awesome yeah there is something to be said about movie magic and just how what we see on the screen is so much more than you know the image it's like how to set it up in such a way to you know make it really like just click with everyone
4: yeah and like to be clear it it didn't take the magic out of it for me you know everything was so magical It it just made it interesting to me you know
2: definitely it, it actually reminds me of the stories we'd hear on our podcast where like you know people would be touring nickelodeon studios from like the top floor and like checking out the different shows below like clarissa explains it all and double dare and just you know yeah. you get to see a, a kind of a glimpse of what goes on when they produce the shows but it's still just as great as watching it on tv just from a different yeah, perspective yeah.
4: exactly i
5: love watching that
4: stuff <laughs>
5: yeah do you remember the controversy about Britney's um, outfit at the concert. It went on for like weeks afterwards.
2: Was it a was it about her uh, midriff? Wearing
5: a midriff. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> her belly button was showing. Yeah, there were parents so upset about that. My middle schooler doesn't need to see that. I'm like, you really think that's the worst thing your middle schooler is watching right now? There, <laughs> like,
2: there are other body parts they can look at. <laughs> oh, right. Let's
3: see if I can get it to her. There you go, Brett.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember that distinctly from the commercial. I feel like there's similar controversy with, like, I Dream of Genie because she also showed them a gift, too, for Nick at Night, and I remember that being a buzz at some point. I don't know if it was when I was a kid or, like, when my parents were talking about it or what, but...
3: It it, it was when the show first came out. It it was less when it was on Nick at Night.
2: Right. That's that's right, because um, there was, like, a different outfit she had to wear before they went to color with the show. Mm-hmm. Se- segueing from the topic of midriffs uh what would you say is the most challenging part of the <laughs> of the event if you were to choose any part like was it keeping track of everyone just hop making sure you did all the events eating your food on time what kind was of was
3: this or was there anything that was challenging yeah y'all i'm
5: freaking ADD, so <laughs> <laughs> it was all a challenge for me <laughs> <laughs> no what was going on i was just like Let's do it. I don't know what's going what? on,
4: but let's do it.
3: stimulation overload. Yes. What about you, Kit? Was there anything that was particularly challenging for you?
4: Um. Yes. Not being able to meet Britney Spears myself because ah. <laughs> I was not the winner. Oh. I only got a signed a signed photo of her. Oh. <laughs> that, that was like very challenging know. to me <laughs> to swallow. <laughs>
5: Oh my gosh I, I'd known that I would have drug
4: you over there with me <laughs> it was like she had all her entourage and it was like only Mallory can see her she's the winner so you can get, you, definitely you think can
2: get you think room. by biological association you know you'd at least get a peek at her <laughs>
4: right well, I did I got to peek through, peek at her through the door and wave but I just didn't get to like meet and greet with yeah. her <laughs>
3: Mallory do you remember how that went getting to meet her?
4: It
5: was brief. Um she, my gosh. Um, she did not get a lot of downtime. It was very brief. I remember uh she was super nice. Uh we took a photo together. I'll I'll have to find that photo and, and uh send it to Kit to give to y'all. Um and then uh her manager just kind of swept her away. It was like, nope, gotta go, gotta get dressed, Ron time frame um I mean it was it was nice it was just like you know it seemed it almost seemed like she was stressed
2: Mm. it it sounded like she was enjoying herself at the event but she probably had like a tour to get through since she just had that like breakthrough hit on the pop charts
4: yeah yeah like she was becoming Britney Spears so she was like yep she was probably heading to the next concert after that
2: this this may be a tough question to ask. Maybe maybe you wouldn't have like a, a strange answer. But if you could do the Nick takes over your school event all over again, uh, how would you do it differently? Or would you want to be the winner for a different year, perhaps?
5: What I would do differently is that I would slow down mm-hmm. and really just like take it all in. Mm-hmm. Because the day went by so fast. And again, I mean, I'm ADD, so like I'm all fast or nothing all the time so um just just being able to slow down and really absorb what i was experiencing yeah i I would redo that you know just slower i don't know about doing a different year because to be honest is as much of a fan of nickelodeon as i was and am I never really paid attention to any of the other sweepstakes. Like I never, like I saw, I saw the commercial for it and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I got to send this in. I got to win this, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't like interested in anyone else's experience. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm going to have this. I got to have this for me now. It's going to be my experience. Right. It's
2: it's more like a divine calling of some sort where like you need to jump on this something is telling you that versus like, okay, well, I didn't make 1992. So I'll try 1996. And if I don't get that, then I'll try 98. It's just more like a spur of the moment kind of, uh, right. inspiration. that's cool.
5: Cause I entered, I entered several times, but it was all within that same season. Mm. It was all for that one year.
2: Gotcha. Do you think that helps you, um, increase your odds where they picked you out versus like just something at random or, you know, one postcard.
5: I don't know. I think it was just, I willed it. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: <Manifest. laughs> <gotta> will it.
5: You got to will it.
2: Hey, there, there's something to be said about that. Some people definitely uh, visualize what they want before they have it. And for some strange circumstances, they connect with their goals. So it's possible.
4: <laughs> I always say we got Irish luck. It was our Irish luck. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: I was going to ask the same question to uh, Kit. If she, if she could do you know her experience all over again, how would she do it differently?
4: Nothing. It was perfect in 99. I can't think of a better year for me. I was nine. And um, that was like, I think I was like prime Nickelodeon time. Um, and I was just old enough to really remember things. And it was just perfect. It was perfect yeah if i can slow it down for sure but also i was at that young enough at that age where for a long time i remembered it as a week i thought it was a week long thing you know when you're younger, if only you know when you're younger you remember things so much longer like you think you had a pet right. for years, but you only had it a week
2: yeah There's something very strange about time that it like speeds up the older you get. So I don't, I don't know what's up with that, but the perception definitely changes when you reach. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I remember it as a full week. (laughs) So (laughs) it, 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 it was great. It was great. I wouldn't change a thing. Cool. That's awesome.
2: (laughs) Before
3: we go into our segment, because every episode we've got a fun segment. Is there anything else the, that the two of you can remember from that very special day that we haven't touched on already?
5: Riding on the bus from my house to the school with all the celebrities. That was fun. That was pretty fun.
2: Well, um, like I like a gangster.
5: Remember, what was what, uh, Pete from Pete and Pete? What was his real name?
2: Danny Tamborelli.
5: Danny Tamborelli. Yeah, uh, gosh, he was cracking jokes left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes, I, I can't tell you anything he said. I just remember he just kept cracking jokes. <laughs> I was laughing so hard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they kept you entertained on the way. It wasn't like you're just sitting in the corner, like I don't know, reading a reading your notebook or like playing a video game or something. It's like an actual like oh. thrill thrill ride for lack of a better term.
5: <laughs> I remember he kept saying, "I can't wait to meet Brittany." I'm only here to
3: meet
2: her. Oh, (laughs) jeez! What about me, the contest winner? (laughs) Yeah, I guess you'll do. (laughs) I can see him saying that. Yeah, yeah, he's got a—he's got a very interesting sense of humor.
6: (laughs) Hold it right there. We'll be right back.
4: someone
3: else super spy james bond agent 007 the bond franchise has been around for 60 years and has left an impact on movie history that films still borrow from to this day
4: bond james
3: bond bond james bond (laughs) bundy al bundy the
0: name is
6: bond
2: lou bond
3: But are you aware of how much of an impact the franchise had on pop culture in the 80s and 90s? Chances are you've seen several Bond references and didn't know that that's what they were at the time.
1: Do you expect me to talk?
6: No, Agent Dexter. I expect
3: you to smile. Austin Powers, Doug, Rugrats, Simpsons, Full House, Friends, even movies like The Santa Claus and Gremlins and so many more all borrow elements from the Bond franchise. For our third bonus exclusive video, Brett and I discuss as many pop culture references that we can come up with that all allude to the Bond franchise. How many references can you think of? You will only find the episode exclusively on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com splatattack and join tier splatstanding or splatceptional to get access to our exclusive episodes. Get your vodka martinis, and get ready for a spytastic time.
6: Now, back to the action.
2: Cool. Well, uh, thank you so much, you two, for sharing your memories about the the contest of Nick Takes Over Your School 1999. We definitely had a blast uh, learning about the event from. Uh, a first-person perspective of it, and I'm sure our slimesters and gackoids feel the same way too. Uh, but before before we uh, end tonight, we actually have a few segments. Um, the first one, we're gonna try something new because I like, I like keep, keeping things interesting. Uh, this segment is called Retro Replay. Retro Replay! All right. So uh, for our new segment, Retro Replay, essentially what we're going to do is uh, take old footage that's relevant to our episode topic, and we're going to rewind it or speed it up to see if our players can answer questions related to what they saw. The players being everyone but me, because I'm, I'm answering the questions, uh, or sorry, asking them to y'all. Uh, so let's, let's just dive in with the first one.
6: Sound familiar? Then do something about it. Enter the Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes. All you have to do is send a postcard with your name, age, address, and phone number to Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes, P.O. Box 4823, Orlando, Florida 32802. If you win, we'll come to your school and party Nickelodeon style. We'll bring tons of Nick celebrities. Transform your cafeteria into a Chuck E. Cheese. Get everyone Three Musketeers chocolate bars. Line your faculty and friends and rock the house with a special musical like gift. So to turn your school from this into this, enter now. 250 first prize winners receive a Bobbit and cat dog quest for the Golden Hydrant CD ROM game. Nick takes over your school is brought to you by Bobbit. Chuck E. Cheese's Three Musketeers and the place where only kids win. Oh,
2: look, there's oh. Oh. I was just going to ask if this was yours. <laughs> I think she was in a 99 and 2001 because I I did notice that when I was doing the research. Um, so they might have just reused footage for two of them. Like, you know, this is the one that just happened and then this is the Nick Takes Every School that's coming up the next year.
3: I thought that, I was wondering if that was yours because they would usually- Not all
5: of those scenes were from mine. I thought so. Some of them were.
2: Yeah, I think there's some overlap.
3: They, they would usually take- mostly footage from the year before to advertise for the next uh, Nick takes over your school. So yeah, that makes sense for the two thousands that they, they took a lot of the 99.
2: Yeah, uh, So for the 2000 commercial, this is where your attention comes to is put to the test. Uh, what were the runner up prizes shown?
5: 250 runner up first place runner ups got a cat dog um, game and a Bop it game.
2: That is correct. Nice. Do, do either of you happen to know the name of the cat dog name? You don't. You don't have to know. I'm just curious. No. So, it was cu- it treasure. Something, something.
5: golden, something because it's had something gold right in the
4: golden center. Chalit ch-
2: treasure. Qu- quest for the golden hydrant.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's a callback to uh, Ren and Stimpy's fire dogs because they had the deal of golden <laughs> hydrants in that too.
4: <laughs> yeah. But- golden hydrant was a cat dog episode so that was like a computer game or something i think mm-hmm. based <laughs> yes. on it yeah. right
2: yeah so this is uh the 1992 commercial
4: square root of the inverse who sent in the postcard who sent in that postcard
6: yeah. Who sent in the postcard?
0: The postcard. Send it in and you have the power to win. Nick takes over your school. Clarissa, yeah. Mark Summers, the Roundhouse Posse will come and take over your school. You'll get $1,000 from Cheetos. Plus, you and your classmates will each get a set of easy, squeezy paints from Mattel, a crisscross video, and jump to a special school-wide crisscross concert. For your chance to win, send in the postcard. With your name, address, agent, telephone number two, Nick takes over your school. P.O. Box 4982 Orlando, Florida 32802 The Postcard and, and you could win and make your school Nickelodeon's next target.
6: Nickelodeon, make
2: my day.
0: Brought to you by Post-Fruity and Cocoa Pebble cereals and Cheetos Paws, the cheese flavored snack.
2: Alright, so uh, <laughs> I, I do have to say for the record if I could win and Nick takes over school, I would do that one because Crisscrosses. Totally awesome.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just thinking. Hey, can we change our <laughs> <Yeah>. answer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's wiggity, 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 whack. <laughs> um, so, so, for the 1992 commercial, I have to ask you all which Nickelodeon celebrity was carrying the Nickelodeon flag as they're exiting the school bus to school?
4: I don't even remember seeing that.
2: <laughs> it was or theirs. Was
4: the one that we just watched.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's the one we just watched.
4: Uh, I'm
5: gonna say Mark Summers. That was gonna be my guess.
2: Mark Summers is correct, <laughs> and he he's the only celebrity who does it more than well, he's he's done the most times out of any Nick celebrity, followed by Mr. Wizard for the earlier ones, and Barf from You Can't Do oh, That Mr. on Television. Yeah, oh, man. All right, Alex, uh, move on to the 1998 commercial.
4: Okay, class, pay
6: attention six times three okay. is 18. Kid.
2: Huh? ever wish that for
0: one day your school could be a little different yeah a little crazier yeah a little louder oh, you know music blasting <laughs> that sort of thing yeah
6: whatever what's going on back there
0: Okay, well, how about a little slimier? Yeah. Well, Nick can make your wish come true if you're the grand prize winner of the Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes. For your chance to win, send in a postcard with your name, age address, and phone number to Nick Takes Over Your School. P.O. Box 4934, Orlando, Florida, 32802. If you win, we'll send Nick Starts to your classroom. Throw a concert in your auditorium. Build an obstacle course in your gym. we will even turn your school cafeteria into a McDonald's. 5,000 first prize winners get a Pound Puppies play set and a Micro Machines Transforming Action Set. So enter now. The Nick Takes Over Your School Sweet Shakes is brought to you by Micro Machines, Pound Puppies, McDonald's, McWorld, and the place where only kids win Nickelodeon.
2: All right. So for that one, um, uh, yeah, apparently of some of these like footage things just bleed into multiple years, but we kind of already answered this. Uh, who is the Nicktoons mascot present in that commercial for 1998?
5: Angry Beavers.
2: Specifically? What?
5: Oh my gosh, I don't remember
2: Daggett. Yes. Okay. You got it. You got it. Okay. He's the dark one that always goes Spoothead. Oh, okay. I could never keep them straight. The blonde
5: one. What was the blonde one?
2: Norbert. Name? He was like the layback back, chill one. And then okay. Daggett's like the high strung one.
5: <laughs> got it.
2: Okay. Yeah. We're, we're actually going to do a, a bonus episode on Patreon about Angry Beavers next. So that's going to be a riot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Do you have uh, 1990 for me, Alex? March 29th, 1990, Selwyn Elementary School, Charlotte, North Carolina. Mom,
6: today was the best. Nickelodeon took over. Nick took over your school? I think not. It was wild. Robert Wren in the fifth grade won this contest, and all the stars of Nickelodeon showed up. Even Mr. Wizard. My history teacher disappeared, and suddenly we were right in the middle of make the grade. For Jim Mark Summers even let us run the double-dare obstacle course instead of doing squat threats. And all this was
4: fine with your teachers,
6: huh? Turned out, Bart sent him all to detention, made him take a four-hour test in bioorganic organic chemistry. What is the molecular structure of the average Bart burger? You. I don't know. This great band, the boys, even put on a concert for the whole
4: school. Amy, you've been watching far too much Nickelodeon. Nick took over your school. It could never happen. Never.
0: Keep watching. Nick could take over your school next. Nick takes over
6: your school was brought to you by post pebbles and honeycomb. All right. So for the
5: 19 what's that? That was pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. It's fun to see <laughs> from different years. Oh, anyways. Um, uh, for, so for the 1990 commercial, uh, I have to ask you who was the Nickelodeon celebrity who was with all the teachers in detention? Barf. Yeah. Barf from you can't do that on television. Of course
3: i'm gonna to have to check into this because the band was the boys yeah and I'm, I'm pretty sure the boys also was one of the musical guests they had for the three hour live premiere of nickelodeon studios
2: interesting wow
3: i'm pretty sure they were in that i'll have to i'll have to confirm that what by the time this is in post
2: I wonder if that I'll was to be
5: honest, like, I don't even know who that band is. I,
2: I was just gonna think, I I, I could have sworn I said this in a previous podcast episode, but maybe it's like boys to men before they evolved into that. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> like the pre-evolution <laughs> if we're talking about Pokemon terms here. <laughs>
5: Well no, it's it's the nineties episode, so coming out of the eighties it could have been the boys
2: Yeah, right with a Z because it's cooler. <laughs> like, like
5: the Z boys. Like, like, no-
2: they swapped the Z for the Roman numeral too. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Alright, so for our last commercial, we're going to nineteen ninety-six.
0: Picture this. Nickelodeon takes over your school and puts you in charge. You put <laughs> in a bunch of Nick's
6: stars. Yeah. You keep the old classroom a little class.
0: And you turn your gym at the Nickelodeon Guts. Sound good?
4: Yeah! yeah. Oh, sure.
0: Then put yourself in the picture by entering the Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes. Just send a postcard with your name, age, address, and phone number to Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes, P.O. Box 4914, Orlando, Florida, 32802. 500 runners-up will win a Micro Machine Star Wars Action Fleet and a Sky Dancer. And if you win the grand prize, Nick Takes Over Your School. Get the picture, you! up the school uniform.
6: You, a
1: with a hot you give your teachers a little something special.
4: The picture is worth a thousand words.
0: The Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes is brought to you by Twix Cookie Bar, Micro Machine Star Wars Action Fleet, and the place where only kids win.
2: So the question for this is: uh, name all the all the cast members from all that that were present in the commercial.
5: Kenan and Kill. Um Gosh, I cannot. Remember. I can't remember. I can't remember his name.
3: Do you remember what the what are the characters he played? No, <laughs> <laughs>
5: I face. I just know the face, and I could not tell you. Could beyond that.
3: <laughs> Do you remember
4: any Cannon of them? Like? No, I recognize them, but I don't remember their names. They were like. The cast right before the cast that i was familiar with
2: and watched yeah, okay. um alex i spotted three all that members did you see the same amount uh
3: keenan kell and uh elissa reyes correct
2: yep yeah. amanda Bynes might have been trailing behind her but i it was too blurry for you to make out so i just accept keenan and Kell and elisa
5: uh, uh, Amanda didn't get real big on all that until early 2000. I thought. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah she,
3: late late 90s.
2: Yeah, she made her debut in yeah. season three, yeah. and then once 1999 mm-hmm. came around, she got her own uh, Amanda show, and that really like catapulted her to stardom. So okay,
5: Brett, so uh, Alyssa Reyes mm-hmm. is who you said. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I thought she looked familiar. She's a girl with the long dark hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I...
2: she, she was in the first 2 seasons. I don't know if she was in any beyond that, but definitely was, the first two. She
3: she was in uh, at least up to season 3. Okay. Uh question for you, Brett. Oh. And that for that last one. Yeah. Which inflatable of a Nicktoons character is seen in the background in the parking lot?
2: You read my mind. I, I was just going to ask that as a bonus. That is Ickis from Ariel Monsters. And yes, I love searching for details like that. <laughs> I love Monsters. Whoops. <laughs> Got so, a little excited uh... there. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to add, Alex, before we go to ma- Mona's mailbag? Uh, no. Cool. Well, let's go to Mona's mailbag. It's, a, it's another segment that people definitely uh, found an interest in starting with Season 2.
6: Mailbag.
1: These are for you!
2: All right. Time for another Mona's mailbag. And we love hearing from all our Slimesters and gackoys because this makes it part of the fun. Uh, we actually... <laughs> this is a little embarrassing, but we actually found a letter that was stuck between the cracks of uh, our delivery boat and uh mona (laughs) delivered this to us just now even though it was postmarked way back in uh january so we apologize for the the person who sent this letter to us we didn't forget about you we just got so busy with all all the other recordings that we were trying to figure out how to fit it in but now that we have it we're going to read it for you so this one's for you aaron who is also one of our patrons on patreon uh aaron case writes uh there's no there's no subject header by the way He says, hello, Mr. Brett and or Mr. Alex. I just want to say hi and thank you on a great first season of the podcast. This is the first time I can say that I've been with a podcast since episode one. And it's such a fun one to spend time with. It was funny. It was funny find because I went looking for something new to listen to. And while browsing your first episode had just dropped the day before I had to give it a listen and think it's great. Eagerly awaiting season two now. I fall into a bit of an odd category, where I grew up in the 90s, however, I was raised on Cartoon Network rather than Nickelodeon. It wasn't until late 90s, early 2000s that I finally discovered the shows of Nickelodeon. So most of what you have covered in the podcast, I grew up watching them in reruns rather than live release. On one hand, it's a shame for me because a couple of my favorites may have come out slightly too late to be on your podcast, I will touch on this momentarily, but on the other hand, I enjoy hearing more about some of the shows I may have missed. For example, I've never heard of Fifteen or Welcome freshmen. Of season, the season, two, the two episodes I loved the most were Legends of the Hidden Temple and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Legends was such a fun show to watch, and perhaps my favorite of the competition shows on Nickelodeon. However, Are You Afraid of the Dark is perhaps one of my favorite shows, ever. I've always been a fan of the anthology series, and The Twilight Zone is, to me, the standard for excellent storytelling. So, looking back, it's no wonder I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark throughout the years. Fun fact, I was originally terrified of the show, and the opening sequence was enough to scare me away. I was a very frightful child, and it wasn't until a little older that I started anticipating horror stories. Or appreciating, rather. Uh, in fact, I tend to work my way back through the series almost every October. Which now leads me to your reunion episode, which was episode 7 for all your Slimesters and Gackoids. When I saw the two of you were doing an episode about Are You Afraid of the Dark, I was thrilled. But when I started listening and heard all the people involved from the show, you were able to get on board. I was ecstatic. And you delivered. It was a perfect episode to one of my favorite shows. So huge thank you for putting everything together to make it happen. What am I most looking forward to in the future? Well, Doug, Rugrats, and if it falls under the time frame, Hey Arnold. Doug is another show I return to every couple years because I always related to him and years later, I still see a little of myself in him. Rugrats was perhaps the first Nickelodeon show I remember watching and one I really want to try and find to go back through at some point. Hey Arnold was just some good storytelling. Though the movie wrap-up was done just a few years ago in 2017, which is the Jungle movie, I was less enthusiastic about. I'd be curious on your thoughts if either of you ever watched it. Now, something I would be curious to hear one or both of your opinions on Are there any shows after Classic Nickelodeon ended that you enjoyed? For example, Rocket Power will always be one of my favorite cartoons, but I don't think it's one that will be covered since it's a little later than Classic Nickelodeon. Well, enough of my rambling. I just thought I'd send you both some positive feedback and thank you for the podcast. I look forward to what comes next, and I wish you the best. Take care, Aaron. Thank you so much, Aaron, for that thoughtful uh, letter. We appreciate hearing your thoughts on the podcast and just thrilled that we have listeners who are with us since day one, when we started, way back in August of 2021. So for you, Aaron, um, we we also relate to Are You Afraid of the Dark and Doug very well. Uh, For those who don't know, I did a book on Are You Afraid of the Dark in 2020 for a Kickstarter uh, called Scary Tales, The Ultimate Unofficial Guide to Are You Afraid of the Dark. It was uh, in the works for about three, three and a half years, and... Uh, I managed to produce like a limited run of them and they were so popular that they uh, essentially got funded within two days, which is unheard of for a 30 day campaign, let alone like a retro one. So that was pretty cool. Um, Other than that, uh, we definitely relate to Doug as well. If you're a big fan of Doug, definitely check out Doug's lucky hat where we interviewed Jim Jenkins about why that's his favorite episode of the show. Uh, We'll definitely be doing more Doug in the future, which is always a good time. And we try our best to also like keep things as balanced as possible. Like, as much as we love like are you for the dark and doug we're not going to just flood the podcast schedule with that we're going to try and cover things that are a little you know more to other people's tastes or maybe even some later 90s nickelodeon if alex is feeling up to it um you know we'll just do what we can to give a little something to everybody and you know i can't say for sure whether we'll cover rocket power cat dog wild thornberries as told by ginger etc maybe even spongebob i know Alex might cringe at that, but, uh, anything's possible. We'll
3: see. You can take SpongeBob. You will never get me to watch a single episode. I I might
2: have to do a solo episode for that because, uh, I I enjoyed the first three seasons of it. after that, I refuse to watch it, but I can talk about it. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Anything's up in the air now, as long as we have a lot of people like chiming in with their favorites or requests, you know, we'll see what we can to do to appeal to as many listeners as possible. So thank you, Aaron, for writing that letter. And yes, Hopefully you're listening to this and we did get it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other letter that we got through Monus mailback which is considerably shorter, uh, but still uh, a, a beautiful memory that has been shared. Uh, and this is in response to our previous episode, uh, episode 19, where we talked about space cases, uh, which we got a lot of great feedback from, especially on uh facebook we got a lot of comments where people were r- remarking how much they loved the show and were very upset whenever they would mention it and then they were met with blank expressions with what i don't remember this show yeah so it's it's really great that we've had a lot of people responding to uh to this episode definitely but, but uh dr alex sessa i hope i pronounced your last name correctly uh he had sent me a message uh he it didn't go to splat attack it went to me and i asked permission to share this and he gave me permission but he had sent me the uh, message i actually have a story about the show if i may share i really loved the show growing up occasionally my parents would pop in and out of the room while i was watching so they were familiar with it among other things that i watched my father actually died last year from dementia. Shortly before he passed, out of the blue, he went, remember Edie. I didn't initially know what he was talking about, but I put the pieces together. It was rather heartwarming that despite his advanced illness, he still remembered some aspect of my childhood. And for those who had not seen the show Space Cases, Edie was uh pretty much like a a treble from star trek uh, where it would just eat everything and continuously grow and uh that was uh, it it, that's that's a very touching moment Mm -hmm. that he shared with us so i'm i'm very thankful that he took the time to write that to us and uh allow me to share that so thank you alex i appreciate it
2: thank you alex all right well with that being said, I think we're going to close up our episode here. Uh, thank you, Mallory. Thank you, Kit, for joining us today as we relive the fond memories of Nick Takes Over Your School 1999. Uh, but before we go, we want to hear from all our slimesters and gacoids. What would you do during Nick Takes Over Your School day if you won? Uh, let us know at by emailing us at splatattack 2020 at gmail.com or send us a direct message on Instagram at splatattackpodcasts. Uh, School's finally out, and while we had a blast spending the day with these two at school with all their 90s Nick friends, I think it's time to hop into the school bus and head home. Tune in next time, Slimesters and Gatkoids, as we kick kick back in our bedrooms, plug in our favorite consoles, and enter the video game world with a playthrough 90s Nick video game. There will be a mix of good, bad, and downright weird games that we'll look at to see if they still hold up today, And our guest who loves retro games is going to help us reach the final level like a pro. In the meantime, you know, just reach, reach out to us. If you ever have anything you want to share about the podcast, um, you know, head on over to the Patreon. If you want to see some exclusive bonus episodes behind the scenes content, gag reels, all that fun stuff. We also do live streams once a month where we do like snick nights or, you know, show episodes from our bonus episodes. It's just a lot of fun. So if you're really into just that extra splat attack, Uh, Content to satisfy your craving, you know, in between weeks, head on over to Patreon and become a patron today. Uh, Or, if you rather, you know, support us uh, a different way, you can always head on to our Bonfire page where you can get a Splat Attack shirt just like this, or Splat Attack mug just like this. (laughs) And you can, you too, can uh, have your morning Java while walking the dog, listening to our show. And displaying your Splat attack pride out on the town, of course. All right, then. It looks like our backpacks are packed. Alex, will you drain the slime tank for us, please? Aye, I, I, co-captain. I need to
3: do some studying for my test anyway.
2: Yeah, good idea. Got We got to get our homework done early so that we have time to play video games next episode, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, maybe Mallory and Kit can bring their Sega Genesis over, too. Maybe we'll play some games <laughs> on that as well. <laughs> There's one particular game I'm gonna be reviewing that that's gonna be there from Genesis specifically, so uh, yep. stay tuned for that. Alright, everyone. Thank you once again, Mallory. Thank you, Kit. We had a total Thank blast you. here, and uh splat you later. We're the theme song and roll the credits.
5: Hard to believe, folks, but it's time to say goodbye. Nighty
1: night.
2: Check us out next time for more adventure and another great legend of The Hidden Temple. What will we
1: do till then? Chill for a couple.
6: We'll be back.
1: You're on Nick. And it was time for the superhero to move on.
5: I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. Oh, bye-bye.
1: This is a kid. This is a school. And this is what happens when Nick takes over your school. Nickelodeon will introduce your teachers to slime. Rock your socks off with a special concert. Clutter your classrooms with Nick Stars and serve Chuck E. Cheese pizza in your cafeteria. So grab a pen and listen up. You can enter by sending a postcard, not your little brother, with your name, address, phone number, and age to Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes, P.O. Box 4825 Orlando, Florida 32802. That's P.O. Box 4825 Orlando, Florida 32802. 250 first prize winners get a Tonka Joe truck and a cat dog quest for the Golden Hydrant CD-ROM game. 500 second prize winners get $10 in Chuck E. Cheese tokens. As long as you're a kid, all this could happen to you, 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 or you. The Nick Takes Over Your School Sweepstakes is brought to you by Tonka Joe Trucks, Chuck E. Cheese, and the place where only kids win.
0: It's every kid's dream, every teacher's nightmare, when Nick takes over your school. Find out how, starting next week, only on Nickelodeon. The Nick Takes Over Your School Sweet fix is coming back, so check your Sunday newspaper for the Post Kids Cereals coupon and you'll find an official entry form, so look for it.